Welcome to the Half Hill Report, news and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mafuni, coming to you live from the upstairs room at Half Hill's own Lazy Turnip Inn. And it's listener letter time. This week's letter is from, um, boy, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, Jessamine Spitz, who writes to us all the way from, oh, wow, the Wingrest Embassy in the Dragon Isles. And she writes, Dear Tosh Mufuni, a fellow dwarf by the name of Eamon is here at the embassy and told me about your little program. Little program? Okay. Uh, told me about your little program and that you are a journalist like me. Well, yes. Yes, I am. So I thought I'd drop you a note to let you know that I am on to the story of a lifetime here. There is a collection of magical books here that you have to see to believe. Once I get this exclusive story out, I may just be- <laughs> I may just become the most famous journalist in all of Azeroth. Hmm. Okay. Eamon told me you don't like to leave your little studio, your little studio in Hathil. Little studio? Huh. But if you ever change your mind, I would welcome you to come visit and, wow, and see a real field journalist at work. Who knows? You might find some smaller story of your own to tell or even learn something. Best regards, Jessamine Spitz, journalist, Dragon Scale Expedition. Hmm. Well, Jessamine, I'll have you know that I've been a practicing broadcast journalist for almost five years now, and the Half Hill Report has been reporting on significant events going back to, well, before the beginning of the war in Calteris and Zandalar, and I'll have you know that I have the one and only degree in journalism ever granted by the prestigious Half Hill Agricultural College. So, Jessamine, good luck with your exclusive little story. Little program indeed. Whew, boy, okay. Shake it off, Tosh. And now, on with the news. In business news, professionals in all of the major crafting trades are reporting an uptick in productivity and sales since the opening of the Dragon Isles. This is welcome news following the long lull during the events of Shadowlands, and experts are attributing this economic turnaround to several factors, including the establishment of the Artisans Consortium, improvements in supply chain, and the revamping of crafting standards by all of the major trades. Well, this should make Rijak happy. In more news from the Dragon Isles, a new sport is igniting the competitive spirit of adventurers, dragon riding. Mounted on the back of a dragon, competitors must fly through checkpoints while avoiding obstacles designed to impede their progress in a mad dash to try and achieve the fastest possible time. Those who master this skill are rewarded with gold and enhancements for the very popular dragon mounts in the Dragon Isles. Well, that sounds like a nightmare. But I have no doubt that our sports reporter, Jan Ironchin, will be covering one of these events in the very near future. 
It's time for Dwarven Dispatches with Eamon Wetbranch, brought to you by Nessingwari Safari. Longtime listeners will remember that Eamon started out as our weatherman, but quickly became our top war correspondent during the troubles in Kulteris and Zandalar. Well, with the opening of the Dragon Isles, Eamon is returning to his field reporting from the Dragon Isles. Eamon, over to you. Hello, lad, and greetings from the Wingrest Embassy in the Dragon Isles. Well, there's plenty of action going on here for those looking for it. What with the primal incarnates and the primalists stirring up trouble, not to mention the draconids and all the protodrakes, a body could get themselves in quite a few exciting dust-ups. <sighs> but I wouldn't know anything about all that, because I am stuck here at the Wingrest Embassy, carrying on as a and I can't believe I'm saying this, a crafter. I should explain. Your listeners will already know that technically we aren't an army, but an expeditionary force. And someone had the bright idea of recruiting scholars, artisans, and craftsmen instead of soldiers for this assignment. And let me tell you, boy, they need a lot of help. On my first day here, I ran into an old friend, Thalen Dark Anvil who was in desperate need for protodrake scales for armor, and he noticed I was in sore need of a new pair of boots, so he offered a trade. It sounded like a fair exchange to me, so I collected a fine set of scales, more than he needed. Well, as the old dwarven saying goes, no good deed goes unpunished. Thalen told me he couldn't make the boots just then, but if I went up to see Deirdre Fleming, the leatherworking trainer at the embassy, she would teach me to make a fine pair of boots. What could I do? I was committed. Deirdre is a fine-looking dwarven lass, and she did teach me the basics of leatherworking, for 100 gold, and how to make a pair of boots. When I finished them, she looked them over and said they were the finest pair of boots she had ever seen, and would I please consider joining the Artisans Consortium? I told her no, I'm a soldier by trade, but she was insistent, and she even called over one of the Drakthir scale commanders, telling him how important it was to have skilled leather workers. And that's what I've been doing here ever since. Making boots, and caps, and tunics, and belts. I tell you, lad, it's no fit life for a soldier. Keep the home fires burning, lad. Thanks, Eamon. Dwarven Dispatches is brought to you by Nessingwari Safari, with convenient locations throughout Azeroth for all your safari guiding needs. Nessingwari Safari, because no one is meant for defeat. And now, the farm report. Jogu's word for tomorrow's crop is carrots. Juicy Crunch carrots are a staple crop here in the valley, and their sweet, earthy flavor is perfect for recipes such as braised turtle and one of my personal favorites, spicy vegetable chips. The Farm Report is sponsored by The Tillers, education and support for farmers in the valley today and forming the future farmers of tomorrow. Checking the Azeroth calendar, well, do I really need to say it? The beginning of the Feast of Wintervale is almost upon us, and I know all of the cubs here in the valley are excited for the visit of Great Father Winter. The festivities will be going on for several weeks, so you'll have plenty of opportunity to enjoy the many wonderful events 
around this most festive of holidays. It's time once again for our weekly feature, Wandering with Velmic and Nemesis, with everyone's favorite Draenei travel correspondent, Velmic. Velmic, good to see you, old friend. Hey there, Tosh. I can't help but notice that you're back in your priest robes. I assume that means you got that suit of clothes you picked up at Stormwind Harbor returned to Stormhunter William. Yes, yes, I did. I had to make special trip, but it was good that I did, because I was able to pick up letter from Demesis directly from ship returning from Dragon Isles. Oh, that's great. Was was there a letter from Tilly as well? No, just Demesis this time. But maybe there will be message from Tilly in letter. Okay, so it sounds like you actually haven't read the letter yet. No, I think it's more fun for me to read it for first time on air. Risky? <laughs> well, maybe if letter was from Tilly? Yes. Good point. You know, before we get into the letter, are you and Dowlin all set for the visit of Great Father Winter? I imagine that Alice is quite excited about it. Oh, of course she is excited about Wintervale. But you know, Tash, she's getting a little old for to believe in Great Father Winter anymore. What do you mean, believe in Great Father Winter? Oh, you know, Tash. It, it, by now she knows that presents come from me and Taolin. But, wait, wait, hang on. Velmic, you can actually see Great Father Winter in Stormwind. And, and you and Taolin got married and adopted Alice after she asked Great Father Winter for a family. How can she not believe... Come on, Tash. If Great Father Winter is real, isn't it a little strange that he is dwarf in Stormwind and orc in Orgrimmar? No, no, not at all, because... Uh, uh, magic! Eh, uh, Tosh, do you still believe in Great Father Winter? Well, yeah. Okay, so, I think we should get to letter from Demesis, and maybe you and I talk after show. Uh, uh, sure, okay. All right, let's see here. Hello, cousin. I have much to tell you about this week, and especially about our latest mission. Major Domo Celestra, who is cutest little Volpera when not in dragon form, sent us to find Cadet Sendrax, a very young and very earnest dragonid who we met at Wingrest Embassy. You would have liked her cousin, but I don't want to get ahead of story. This part of Waking Shores is very pretty and reminds me little of Valley of Four Winds. We follow road along river where we are finding injured draconids and they seemed very grateful for healing concoction we bring. But all along road we are finding evidence of terrible destruction by elements in form of lava flows and all kinds of lava creatures spoiling natural beauty. This is very upsetting for Tilly. So when we get to one place where Dragonkin Ventras is trying to control invasion from cave, Tilly, of course, wants to get into fight. But I am telling her, stay focused, wife. We are on mission. And then she give me that look, you know the one, but agreed to go on. We got a little lost at one point, but fortunately we run into another Dragonkin name of Azkra who told us we could find Senderax at Lifebinder Conservatory. We go and find her hiding behind statue. 
where she told us that incarnates and primalists had dragon eggs that were being infused with elemental energy, which apparently is very bad. So she is wanting us to help save eggs from primalists who we must kill along the way. So much for being expeditionary force. When we find first set of eggs, we find that we were already too late and they had been corrupted. Sendrax was very sad, but all we could do was put the whelps down out of mercy. Tilly looked at me and asked, how many times are we going to have to kill young ones here, wife? And she looked very sad. This happened every time we find eggs and we are fighting primalists and elementals whole time. But Sendrax thinks there was one last place where we might find egg, a ritual site, and Sendrax wanted to charge that place. Tilly looked at me like, this seems like bad idea. But Sendrax was determined and felt we had to do it before it was too late. We can see ritual site not too far away uphill, and Sendrax is sure last egg is there and that we are needing to get it to Alexstrasza at all costs. She tells us that she will deal with protective conduit while we grab egg. Tilly grabs me by arm and says, Wife, this is crazy. There are too many defenders. This is going to end badly. But Sendrax charges in anyway, so all we can do is follow. I stay back with Sendrax, and Tilly rushes in to grab egg and run out of area. When I turn to make sure Sendrax is following, I see that she has taken all of the impact of the conduit that was protecting Egg, and she was down. I am sorry to say that Sendrax did not make it, but she died a hero. Tilly did get Egg back to caretaker Azkra, and by time I caught up to them, Major Domo Silistra had been summoned to return Egg to Alexstrasza. But, cousin, you know what was strange? No one asked about Sendrax from then on. Not Azkra, not Selistra, not Alexstrasza, no one. Tilly was furious and kept saying to me, why is no one asking where she is or what happened? Should we say something? It was very odd. But I will carry memory of the hero Sendrax with me always. That is all from me this week. I will write again soon. Say hello to everyone back home from me and Tilly. And tell Alice to be good or Great Father Winter will not bring her any presents. Demesis. Velmec, that was... that was really sad. Yes, it was very sad. But now all our listeners know of heroic Sendrax. Indeed they do. You know, this may not be the best time to bring this up, but I can't help but point out that apparently Demesis believes in Great Father Winter. Oh, Tush, come on. Sorry, I, I, I'm just trying to lighten things up. Okay, okay, yeah. I am just hoping Demesis' letter is happier one next time. I hope so too. But either way, we'll be looking forward to hearing it. Until then, Dionys Aka, my friend. Dionys Akatash. See you next week.
As always, we are coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn, in the heart of Half Hill, the little town that time forgot and the years can't improve. Next time your travels take you through Pandaria, drop by and see us, won't you? And when you do, remember to ask Denden for a cold, refreshing Storm Stout brew. Brewed right here in the valley by the fine Pandarans at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. Thanks for joining me again this week, folks. And be sure to tune in later this week as the lead-up to the Feast of Wintervale begins with that romantic holiday favorite, Wintervale Actually. Listen to the funny and ultimately heartwarming stories of five different couples as they navigate the holidays and love. See you next week, and remember, make your own turnip. The Half Hill Report is a fan-created fictional radio broadcast based on World of Warcraft. All place names, character names, and music from World of Warcraft used in the Half Hill Report are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. World of Warcraft is a trademark or registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended by the Half Hill Report. If you would like to reach us, you can find us on Twitter at Half Hill Report or drop us an email at halfhillreport at yahoo.com.